This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. What happens when the general manager of an NHL team is interviewed on the street and even the interviewer doesn't know who he is? That story is on the way, and it is a good one. Chelsea, you did local sports for many years like I did. How many man-on-the-street interviews did you do during your time? Because I've done a billion of them. I didn't have to do too, too many because I absolutely hated them, but I always had to do them before Red Sox spring training. And there was yeah. famously the super fan that we always had to interview, and he was always eating during the interview. Like, I remember specifically while he was doing okay. the interview, he had a large family-sized bag of salt and vinegar, vinegar chips in his hand. And it was literally mm-hmm. crunching on him as talking about the Red Sox <laughs> in this, like, very thick Boston accent. So, like, that was a fun one because – I think that's the goal of man on the street interviews is to find mm-hmm. the absolute biggest caricature of a person that you can find. And that is why local yeah. news, I think, is, you know, objectively hilarious sometimes on accident because of some of these man on the street interviews. So I hate doing them, but I can see why they still do them at local news outlets. They're so hit and miss if they're. If they're great, they're great. But if they're bad, they're just boring and they don't add anything. I remember one time, it wasn't necessarily man on the street, but I got really frustrated. And I've said this before where when I worked in here in D.C., when I worked for Comcast Sportsnet, NBC Sports Washington, and they would send me out a lot of times with no real story. They would just say, just go be funny, figure something out. And so when Nationals Park opened here in D.C., it was obviously a big deal. I covered the team when they played at RFK, and God, that was terrible. So when they opened Nats Park, three straight days, they sent me out to Nats Park just to figure something out. And the first day, I was like, yeah, I get it. You want to talk to fans. It's exciting. Steven Strasburg is going to be pitching. It's going to be great. The second day, you're like, go do that again. And I was like, okay, sure, I'll do it again. And then the third straight day, I'm like, the third straight day, just go out to Nationals Park and just figure it out. There's no story here. So I decided I would go totally off the rails to make a point. And I was like, hey, the company says I have to come out here for the third straight day. You know what? I'll make it worth their while. And so I just chugged a beer on camera. And then I did slam poetry in front of some fans. I played cornhole. I yelled at an umpire from, (laughs) from a few seats behind home plate. And guess what? They loved it. So even when I was, I wasn't trying to get in trouble. I was just trying to make a point, but it actually, I think, made the story better. That's the one time where, but they didn't ask me to do it a four straight day. So I guess it worked. Where's that, Jenks? I want to see Petty Jenks on this show. Because I feel like as you've gotten older, you've settled in. You're just like, yeah, nah, I'm just a house cat now. Because I feel like back in your day, I love hearing these Petty stories. Because I feel like this is not the first instance. You seem like oh, no. you were kind of a troublemaker. I wasn't a troublemaker. I just believed in, and here's the thing. It was, it was a, it was about an era where I was doing things at the time that now would, because I thought sports was fun. And there was a time people forget. There was a yeah. time when if you had too much fun on the air, people would be like, Whoa, what's this guy doing? You know, Hey, <laughs> now in 2023, it, it, whoa, crazy. legal. Yeah. And so, <laughs> In 2023, it wouldn't move the needle. And so I was like, guys, we're taking this too seriously. It's sports for God's sake. So Mm -hmm. 
during that time, it was like, oh my God, what is this guy doing? And now it's just, it's nothing. It doesn't move the needle because of, because we have a billion different outlets and whether it's Pat McAfee or Barstool, the things that, that I was supposedly doing that were edgy are just like nothing. So I don't think it's necessarily that I've changed. I think the landscape has changed quite a bit mm -hmm. where it's really, really hard. And I don't want to do something just for shock value. I was doing these things because I thought, even though it's sort of quote petty, it's funny. So I was like, this is still entertaining. But now it just wouldn't move the needle in the same way. So I think that's probably what it is. And the reason why I mention all of this is because the NHL draft, as you know, Chelsea, was this week in Nashville. There was a guy on the street doing the whole man on the street interviews, the MOS interviews, and he was asking people about hockey. One of the guys he ran into was Chicago Blackhawks general manager Kyle Davidson, except the interviewer had no idea who he was talking to. Listen to this. Oh, what's your name and where are you from? Uh, Kyle from Chicago. From Chicago? Yeah. One being not a lot and Tim being a whole lot. How much would you say you know about hockey? Probably like, I didn't I didn't play professionally or anything, so probably like a four. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so, fan of the sport. I don't know. Some people say I don't know that much, so. Okay. <laughs> so... Some people say, I don't know that much. And then the guy says, hey, why don't you name as many hockey players as you can in 20 seconds? And the guy just names player after player after player. Blackhawks players, obviously. Well, so Davidson himself was asked about how all of this went down. And this is what he had to say. I got to ask you about that video this afternoon. I mean, right. was, did you just say, oh, I might as well just go with it? Yeah, that's exactly it. I, I was just walking down uh, Broadway. It was pretty early this morning, so it was... It wasn't busy at all, and uh, Jeff Greenberg and I were just out for a walk trying to get out of the hotel, get out of those four walls that we've been kind of cooped up in for the last uh, couple days. And uh, they had asked me if I wanted to interview, and I was just like, no, thanks. And I think I made the comment to Jeff. It's like, ah, oh, it's kind of funny. They have no clue who, like, we are, what we do. And I was like, you know what? I'm going back. I'm going to go back. And so I went back, and I had to, it's funny, I had to wait for two people to finish interviewing that were wearing uh, cane and sod jerseys. And so they didn't recognize me either. So, uh, so yeah, it was probably the backwards hat and the freshly shaven face. I don't know. Maybe I look a little younger. No Brian Campbell in your list of players? Uh, I, I actually intentionally left them out. That's funny you said that. And I was I was thinking back afterwards and assessing my list. and was like, no soupy, no sharpie. And like, might hear, you might hear about that one. But no, that was like the, the most nervous I was when I got the question and it was, it was all kind of natural and then they asked me to start rhyming off NHL players and I'm like oh no like if this comes out that they realize what I do and I stumble and can't name players I'm in big trouble so I was like pressure's on I was waiting for him to cut me off like it was like just end it end it end it so it was I have to say awesome if you've seen the video you can certainly search it and find it but he he's 34 and he's just got a t-shirt on. You would never pick this guy out. I think that was the thing, too. He just looks like some bro walking down the street. Exactly. When you see this video, you're like, this can't be the GM of the Blackhawks. This guy has a backwards, backwards hat on. He's probably on a yeah. bachelor party here in Nashville. So I think that definitely contributed to this. But once he starts naming the players, you can tell that this guy knows about hockey. Because it's mm -hmm. not like the standard like American names, like just the main player. Because I think he starts right. off with like Wayne Gretzky and some of those. But then he gets into like some hard to pronounce names where you're thinking to yourself, <laughs> yes. hmm, you say you only know on a scale of one to ten, four 
that was the biggest question mark to me. Like, if he's a four, like, what are the rest of us? Like, I'm a zero. I would have, I think he was definitely playing coy with that guy, mm -hmm. but it was such an awesome moment and good for him to have a little fun with it. And it's gone viral now. And of course, the Blackhawks selecting phenom Connor Bedard with the number one overall pick. Hawks are going to be good here in short order, it feels like. Finally, Chelsea. Oh. The match last night, I laid big time juice with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson based on Steph. But Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes dominate this from the outset. It ends early. They went three and two. Kelsey and Mahomes come through at plus 230. They came out from the jump. I was surprised at, I knew Patrick Mahomes was pretty good. Steph is easily the best golfer on the course. But it was Travis Kelsey. And those soft hands around the green, it was crazy. His chipping was fantastic. I think Patrick was the better putter, but around the greens, Kelsey was unreal. Yeah, this guy was sandbagging to the max. I accuse mm -hmm. you of doing this all the time. Oh, shucks, just me. I don't know anything. And then you rattle off like 10 bets in a row that you win. Uh, this is exactly what Travis Kelsey did. He puts off this front like he's this meathead. Oh, I'm just here to chug beers. And then you see him spin it on the green. And you're like, where did that shot come from? Yeah. And then he's talking on the broadcast about how he's been working on the driving range. He's been working on a swing. So this guy's put in some work to be good at golf for this event. And you could tell. And it makes sense. He's a professional athlete. Like, he yeah. probably is pretty skilled in anything that he really wants to do if he puts the work in. But I think it's kind of the same deal with, like, Rob Gronkowski, how people are like, oh, this guy's just a big meathead. He can't be that smart. When actually, he is very smart with his investing, yes, with his money. And I think it's kind of a front that actually hides his actual intelligence and i think that's kind of the front that we got from travis kelsey mm -hmm. yesterday although i was very surprised to see the device that he was chugging beer with it looked kind of like a very thick straw did you see this video of him chugging uh, a coors light out of the aluminum like can bottle i was like yeah. is this how he always drinks beers it looked like a rain gauge or something i had well, never seen this but clearly he put some thought into it <laughs> well, he was odd. Did you see Draymond Green try to chug the beer and failed miserably? I mean, the God, beer Draymond. was going everywhere. And then he tried to convince Travis Kelsey, like, ah, I did it. I did it. And Travis was like, no, bro. Mm -mm. You didn't. No, no. You, sorry. Good try. Draymond tried, failed. Yeah, that was an odd device. Knowing Travis Kelsey, you make a great point about him. He's definitely a guy that leans into that persona. And I don't blame him because you make a lot of money doing that. Rob Gronkowski has done the same thing, but. That was a weird apparatus. And also, I do want to say it was a great moment, too. I'm sure you saw this, where Charles Barkley announced, and no one else on set knew this, that Ernie Johnson was being inducted into the Sports Broadcasting Hall of Fame. And Ernie's reaction was, like he, had, no one had any idea, and he was really affected. That was a really special moment, I thought. Oh, for sure. And he deserves it. I will say mm -hmm. anything that the TNT crew broadcasts is instantly watchable like that crew yes. is so good uh and jinx i'm not gonna dog you too bad for losing this because this was the biggest favorite that we had seen at the match they lost yeah i feel terrible but also i don't i like the big sometimes you just take an l and guys i take an l
For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.